0: Star Wars 7x7 episode 2610. So we're continuing a series of looks at the What If version of Star Wars, which was called Star Wars Infinities, came out back in the early 2000s. Today, it's the Empire Strikes Back that's up, and the What If version of that focuses on the answer to this question. What if Luke died on Hoth? Punch it. (laughs) Hey Rebel Rouser, I'm Alan Voivod and this is Star Wars 7x7, your daily dose of Star Wars joy, and thank you so much for joining me for it. So, the Empire Strikes Back version of What If? Star Wars Infinities more properly titled, came out in 2002, so just the year after the A New Hope version, and if you're the kind of person who thinks that Empire Strikes Back is a darker movie, well then you might also consider this What If? scenario a lot darker than <laughs> the original Empire Strikes Back as well. So, as far as your shocking and surprising moments go, we're gonna do something similar to what we did yesterday and talk about seven particularly remarkable moments from this story, which was originally released as a four-issue limited series in the comics. For a start, the unfolding of that what-if scenario basically happens because Han's Tauntaun does not make it to where Luke is. The Tauntaun actually keels over and dies about a mile away from where Luke is passed out, and Han is not able to get to Luke in time and with Luke's dying words he tells Han to be the one to go to Dagobah and train as a Jedi knight so you want to talk about delusions of grandeur well <laughs> i guess there you go so han is walking around thinking like i have to be a jedi knight this is something crazy. But yeah, he's going to do it, apparently. And I guess, you know, just the circumstances of this what-if scenario are presuming that A New Hope happened the way that it happened, and that it's only that we're changing events starting with the Empire Strikes Back. I think that's what the presumption is with this. Anyway, so... From that point on, things proceed more or less the same way in that the Empire shows up on Hoth and there's a big battle with the Adats and whatnot. Unfortunately, and here's the second shocking thing, Wes Jansen, who is Wedge Antilles' gunner, and Wedge Antilles himself, they get killed in the battle, which is, you know, kind of shocking and surprising. And they're not the only ones who die in this thing. So, yeah, they <laughs> really got Brutal with killing people that you know, people are very attached to in these stories. But as with the Empire Strikes Back, most of the Rebellion makes it safely off of Hoth. And in this particular case, because R2-D2 is not with Luke, he ends up on the Millennium Falcon along with Han and Leia and Chewie and 3PO. And in this particular case, they don't go to the asteroid field, but the hyperdrive also doesn't work, surprise, surprise. So they end up going to Bespin straight away. And the Bespin thing is remarkable because apparently Vader has already hired bounty hunters and Boba Fett goes on his own to Bespin and meets with Lando and says, hey, you're gonna turn Han over to me when he gets here. Well, Lando doesn't tell Fett that Han is already there with everybody else. And Han actually you know, only hears something about this after the fact, after the fact being that Lando signals Lobot and they get the jump on Fett and Fett is the one who ends up encased in carbonite. And so that would be my third thing, the fact that Boba Fett is the one who gets encased in carbonite and used as Lando's new desk. So he still gets to get used as a decoration, as it were, a person in a carbonite block specifically, right? And Lando does tell Han that Uh, Boba Fett's employer was looking for him, but apparently doesn't specify that the employer was Darth Vader. Thinks that the employer is Job of the Hut, and so they're like, All right, well, yeah, we'll deal with that later. We're heading to Dagobah right now because I'm gonna be a Jedi Knight. And Lando apparently thinks this is ridiculous, and <laughs> rightly so. Now, the fourth shocking thing that happens is with Vader's arrival at Cloud City, and he radios looking for Boba Fett, wants to be put in touch with him, and apparently Lando says, Yeah, Fett isn't here, and the rebels aren't here either and Vader takes this as an admission that Cloud City is being used as some kind of rebel base, and he annihilates Cloud City. He destroys Cloud City, and Lando is killed in this situation as well. So there's another incredibly popular character who meets his end in this crazy what-if scenario. Now, fifth thing I want to flag for you is the fact that when everybody gets to Dagobah, Han and Leia and Chewie and R2 and 3PO, Yoda actually tells Leia straight up that Vader is her father and Luke was her brother. Like, it's immediately revealed. And... Uh, why does he do that for her, but not for Luke? It's so funny. And basically tells Han to kick rocks because Leia's the one who needs to get trained, not Han. So yeah, sorry Han about the miscommunication. And he's like, yeah, well, okay, I guess I'll just go you know, take care of paying off my debts. And here's our sixth thing. So three months pass and Han has earned the money that he needs to be able to pay off Jabba the Hutt. Man if it was gonna take that short a time you'd think he would have handled it already but no. So he tries to work with an intermediary to get the money to Jabba but the intermediary double crosses him and so he and Chewie and 3PO and R2 are captured and there's you know a whole situation with a couple of Nexu like those giant giant, crazy cat-like creatures that we saw on Geonosis that get loose and basically slaughter a bunch of people in Jabba's palace. And Han and Chewie are able to escape. R2-D2, of course, is the instigator of this, is able to free the Nexu and free Han and Chewie so that they can escape. And 3PO gets left behind when R2 and Chewie and Han escape. And Jabba is, like, injured but not killed in the exchange. And look, I think we're going to have eight things rather than seven in this one because i can't skip this one this is the one i was going to skip and i just i can't so a seventh remarkable thing is that vader on the trail of luke he doesn't believe luke could be dead but you know is on han's trail at the very least to see if that will lead him to luke ends up at java's palace looking for han and everybody else and while he's there because of the fact that everybody left 3po behind he sees 3PO Vader does and says that's my droid I want my droid and Jabba gives it to him and Vader subsequently tortures 3PO to get the location of Skywalker from him so my gosh what a crazy story and finds out that they're on Dagobah and so the eighth and last thing to share about this story is the Dagobah showdown that happens where Leia has just about completed her training and she senses a lightsaber crystal, a kyber crystal in the vicinity of the swamplands and is sent off to go get it and build her lightsaber but vader arrives and vader and yoda get into a battle of wills like a jedi mind contest basically where vader is also attacked by other force ghosts of you know jedi past including qui-gon jinn for example and when leia arrives they end up fighting vader and leia and vader wants Leia to join him, and she won't join him, and she cuts his arm off, and yet Vader and Yoda, you know, with their mental battle, Vader apparently gets the best of Yoda and deals him a, you know, killing blow, but he's alive long enough after everything ends to tell Leia to pass on what she's learned. And ultimately, Han and Chewie arrive, and in the Falcon, and they shoot Vader. (laughs) And that's how Vader dies, but apparently he is redeemed in death and is amazed to learn that he has a daughter before he passes away. And so that's pretty much how the Empire Strikes Back ends in this what-if scenario. And then Han and Leia and Chewie and R2-D2 go take off to rejoin the Rebels and try to deal with the rest of what's happening in the galaxy. Which, of course, means they'll still have to take on the Emperor, but without his right-hand man, well, yeah, maybe just slightly less of a challenge to do so. And so that's the scoop on the what-if version of The Empire Strikes Back, as told in the Star Wars Infinities four-issue limited comic series back in 2002. And that is going to do it for this episode of the show as well. It just remains for me to say thank you so much for joining me for it, as always. And may the Force be with you, wherever in the world you may be.